Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, it's the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099. And I'm your host, the internet's Tayrail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. You ever done something and then after the fact realize that you fucked up? Like, in that, like, perfect example of this is it's funny because he was just texting me with me about it, like, just now. He just answered a text about it. My buddy came to the gym. On Monday, not not my normal workout buddy, but another buddy, who you you both you both know you've met him. Um, actually, he was on the show, Jack. So, um, we 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 were walking him through like our uh, chest and triceps exercises on Monday, and he hadn't worked out with us ever. So I was trying to like um, baby gloves it with him, but he was still like just like pushing. He actually he just texted me he said he's still sore from Monday. So I told him, I replied back and I said, it sounds like you bit off too much of the sandwich. But, uh, but so we got to the end of the workout and I usually time permitting, like tonight was an exception. I didn't have time tonight, but I usually go into the sauna after working out, uh, to help get excess water weight off. And it helps with muscle recovery and everything like keep inflammation down helps, you know, with your blood flow. So I, you know, it has a lot of good benefits. And um, I was like, oh, are you going to go in the sauna with us? Completely oh, fucking forgetting that oh, my buddy has sweat. an autoimmune disease and cannot sweat. <laughs> like, I've literally been places with this dude where, like, he's been, like, cold compressed down. Like, like I completely fucking forgot in the moment. I was just so focused on what we were doing. I was like, oh, man. I was thinking, like, oh, he ain't going to want to do it because it's hot in there. Not completely fucking forgetting that he could literally die. <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, that's my bad. That's on me. I'm like, you're right. I knew that. I'm sorry. Because well, I wasn't trying to trick him. You know, I was yeah, just like, yeah. I was so caught up in the moment that I completely forgot all the facts. And I was like, hey, man, you want to die? <laughs> so I just, I just learned about something the other day in, in regards to sweating called the uh, the wet bulb concept. Basically, it was a concert recently, I want to say, in Pennsylvania somewhere, where a bunch of people, you know, passed out. Some people died from heat, what, a, what, what looked like, seems like heat stroke. But people were like, well, wait a minute. The temperature wasn't that, you know, irresponsibly warm. Is it heat stroke? Is it whatever? And so somebody had a repost of somebody who spoke about it some years back called the wet bulb theory. I don't know if it's theory or whatever, so don't don't take those words as gospel, but the wet bulb is what he spoke of. And what it is is, it's basically when the humidity gets to a point where it's so high, sweat can't do shit for you. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like mm. it's just so absolutely saturated out there that even so sweat sweat not able to do his normal job, which is to cool you off. Because it's just so wet out there that sweat can't even won't do anything. It's just wet water on water. And like and the the guy was like, I think forecasters need to talk about the heat index like they do the wind chill factor. So people are really prepared for what what's actually going on out there. And I thought that was just so interesting and such a a, a unique, uh, not unique, but, you know, an interesting take or tale about why uh, even under or under weather conditions that we would think are like, oh, that's normal. People in Europe last year were just dropping like flies because because they don't normally get 80s like we get, you know. So the sweat game is to be respected, people. So keep that in mind when you're out there in these, uh, these streets this summer. If it's like humid in a way that's like, you know, a hundred, almost 100% humidity, like, you know, pure, just straight up saturation, then you probably need to do more to keep yourself cooled, uh, cooled off than uh, regular. Yeah, it, it, man, it gets at times pretty, pretty warm up in those saunas, depending on how high, how high of heat they have the uh, unit on. Yeah. But you also get more adapted as you do it more and more. Like, I was in there for 25 minutes uh, Tuesday night, so two days ago. And yeah. I really honestly could have kept going. Like, I, I wanted to try and hit 30, but I was on a time crunch and I needed to go for my walk. So I got out of there uh, five minutes early. I also kind of had to make a uh, boo-boo in the, into the, the the gym toilet. My stomach was starting to do a little rumbly-tumbly. So that was more of a factor was uh, make boo-boo time. <laughs> make boo-boo time. You heard me, my nigga. <laughs> so i was on the internet like i like to be and i sent y'all this northeastern ohio is getting the bojangles yeah i sent that to my group of friends and then uh jack told me that we're supposed to get 10 of them 10 of them god damn jack know everything man he on the pulse hey. of the nation <laughs> yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty excited about it. I know, like, I, I talk about this all the time, and I know I don't know why I could probably like look for this in magazine, but it was a um a, a article in FHM or one of those Maxim magazines or something like that with all the nine one of the uh, lab mags, yeah, one of the lab mags with all the um restaurants that aren't in like that are changed that are that are only regional. And, like, I've always been obsessed with that. Like, with different places like Polo Loco, Bojangles, uh, Del Taco, like, all the places that aren't everywhere. A long time, like, Culver's was, like, mostly just Central America. They slowly started expanding this way. I don't think Central America is the right turn of phrase for that. It's like like Central United States. (laughs) Yeah, like, like Tim Hortons. You know what I meant. Yeah, like, when you see those places, you get excited. Um... But, like, I was super pumped to go to Del Taco for the first time when I went. And, like, when we were in Orlando, like, seeing all the different, like, um, like grocery store chains I've never been in and stuff like that. Um, I love chain restaurants that I, that I don't have access to. You know what's dope I, or just weird? Going to a Carl's Jr. when all you've known in your life is Hardee's. <laughs> yeah, our our Hardee's, um, our local Hardee's, um, is like is, is shut down over here. So, oh my God, where's a man to get fucking uh, you know, my damn cinnamon uh, raisin biscuits? 
Um, on the way to guess Columbus, a, I know. No, it's a, it's another one like um, I, I'm sure it's another Hardy because I know it's off the freeway and it's in Ohio and it's not Columbus. And like when I seen it, I was like, oh fuck, I never knew it was a Hardy's over here. Yeah, it's a, on the, on the way to Columbus, like basically out there by one of the outlets, the Tangers. Is is a Love's gas station and got a Hardee's in it. Lodi, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, that's the that's the one I, I usually hit up on a Columbus run. Depending on how early I get I get to it, if I can get to them just in time. I mean, I got to it one time and they clearly was trying to hold them them last six of them holes for themselves. They were super fucking salt truck when I was like, "Yeah, I need the six uh six uh cinnamon raisin biscuits." And he was like, and then they had to give them to me. Because the customer is always right. <laughs> they made them. It was clear they made them hoes late and fresh for themselves. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, buddy. I I need them motherfuckers it's all fresh for me and my click. <laughs> yeah, that, the the one um near me says temporarily closed, but who knows? Like yeah. um, I don't know. I, I like I said that article piqued my interest. Um. And every time I go somewhere, um, I like to look for places that I can't find at home, even if it's fast food. Because yeah. usually, like, you know, people try to say, it, it, you know, calorically, it can be bad. But, like, the consistency and the likelihood that it's going to be good and better than, a, uh, than like, a, a sit-down restaurant is pretty high to me. Nice. Sometimes I like trying out chains in different parts of the country just to see if they're better in other parts of the country. Like the best Chipotle I ever had was in Texas. Hmm. They Respect probably shake that shit hard on there. Like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to play uh, with an adobo. Yeah. Like also like almost in every state I've ever been in, I've been to a target. I always try to go to a target. Like when, um, when I was in Chicago, I was like, God damn, can I get some, I can get some Casamigos up in this bitch. Like <laughs> oh, the, 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 the target that was two stories. Upstairs, yeah. downstairs, the Gothic Target. I love going um, there. I d- I don't know. This one was like um pretty far off the the uh, the, the million dollar mile. It was like it, it was Chinatown. I don't know if it was Chinatown. I know mm-hmm. it was. Oh, it was not too far from um that big park where they um uh, hold Lollapalooza at. Okay. Um, like I, I walked across the freeway and went to it, hmm. or it's just a bridge. But I went up in that bitch, no doubt, and I was like pretty happy about it because like shit is um, crazy expensive in Chicago. Like, um, and you know, it was something that we forgot, and I was glad I could go to Target and get it. But when I was in Boston, I went there at Target. It was like a mini CVS type target, and that shit was crazy expensive. Essentially, <laughs> hmm. I've always found Boston to be price wise for stuff, usually pretty in line with Cleveland. I've never been like, I never felt like yeah, I'm about to get molested here, you know what I'm saying? Going out to eat or going to movies or going to stores. But also, I didn't go. You That was just like, was that just last year? I think it was two years ago now. Man, good Lord. The time. It was yeah, not. But- it was when Xander went to prom. That's the only reason I couldn't go. So that was definitely last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, you know, that that seemed like an, uh, a pandemic inflationary to uh, Boston. I hadn't been to that town. 
<laughs> well, it was. I think it was more what I was shopping for than what the prices were. Mm. Fair, fair. Because I left my charger like a dummy somehow. I don't know um, how I did that. Now, when I when I um, go somewhere, I have two chargers. I have I put one in my bag and one um, like like whatever I'm carrying on and whatever I have like with me, like one in the one in the chamber and one in the clip. Y'all mythological niggas is comical. The astronomical was coming through like the fluke bombing you and embalming with your crew too. With the musical, mystical, magical, you know how I do with word attack skills and vocabulary too. Come to hit you with the addition. It's all brand new. You're through. I'm interplanetarian like Doctor Who. Who? Who? So who? Born to get tripped on word is born. I'm kicking rounds till the AM vulture swarm. Not Quincy, but I'm back on the block and not selling crack. A company with the fat funk flows and tracks. So what you saying, Black? With all that yakety yak. My artifacts my can't, be beat, with bats. can't be beat with bats. I'm saying. I eat everything up on the menu and bend you and send you swaying. To be continued. Hello, I get in you. It's Taste Crunchy and Mill Cleveland's longest running podcast. It's episode 501. And no, it's not button flawed. I am your host, the Internet's Tayro 713. Join us always, my best friends. It's Tatum 216. Hello. I had a pair of buttonfly jeans once, and they didn't work out well. Let's Fair. just say the bull came out the barn. <laughs> and, of course, it's the homie Lunchbox 2099. Now, baby, don't be shy. You better cross the line. I'm going to love you right. All I want is you. Come on over. Come on over, baby. <laughs> come on over. Come on over, baby. <laughs> uh, now, see, I knew all those words, but I couldn't tell you who was singing that shit. Who's that? Christina, Christina Aguilera. Ah, that is, uh, is Extina. <laughs> Her internet presence is. <laughs> that is. That is from the artist prior to Extina. Fair, fair. She was still in her, like, I'm wholesome phase at that point. Ah, uh, see, I only appreciated dirty going forward because that was my, that was like, mm, <laughs> mm, 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 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that was um, around that time. It was, uh, was she in a Maxim magazine? Was she, uh, like, the Maxim magazine didn't show anything, but all around the internet were the unedited pictures of that shoot from her. Yeah. Uh, the young internet. What a time. <laughs> young internet. Oh, oh, we back at think, it. We back. Th- th- think about that though. Back then in order to leak something like that, that meant someone had to take time to scan that shit. And like deliberately plays it somewhere. It's not like now everyone just does it and it goes up to the cloud and whoopsie doodle, my password got leaked or something like that. There was time, there was effort, there was planning that went into those leaks. Those were like the like like the fucking Ocean's Eleven of internet crimes. <laughs> hmm. Those were probably not leaks. They were probably just leaks. Just the unedited. There was just some unedited photos. That's it. I'm saying, but to, to get that out there, you had to have the unedited photos. It ain't like people had them hoes. It was the photographer and the you know the magazine and shit. And so I wouldn't doubt if uh if if the 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 PR team was like, oh yeah, we'll leak some things and get this uh this version of you going. This not you, this you, not this not Mickey Mouse version of you going. You can get the the magazine and get Xtina dirty 
Or you go to the internet and get Xtina dirty, dirty. Triple Xtina. <laughs> <laughs> More like X, just double X, probably. I mean, according I mean, to Dark Hollywood, still PG-13. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought Dark Hollywood was PG, and that was the that was the part about we was like, man, that movie's PG, and all them yams are showing. Man, I remember waking up at like 7 a.m. on a school day to, and watching that shit, seeing titties before I had to get the school bus. <laughs> Can I get to the yams? Sweet yeah, yams. Like, I do remember. I, I said I put in uh, Doc Holiday, and I need to put in Doc Hollywood. I'm a I'm a real f up. <laughs> I'll be the Huckleberry. You know what he's actually saying there? What? That's the shit that came out years later. He, people think he said Huckleberry is a you know Huckleberry Hound. Yeah, he says he'll be your Huckle bearer, as in he'll carry your casket. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've been saying it wrong um all my fucking uh not not forgive me. Um I didn't see that movie till like uh I was a good ass um adult but but, <laughs> but uh oh, I'm a whole ass. Yeah. And so cuz the huckleberry is basically the 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 handles on the coffin. The huckles. Oh. Yeah. Things you learn. I'm trying to see what damn Doc Hollywood is, and I cannot find. There it is. Certificate PG-13. So you you are 100 correct. I just wanted to double check that. But yeah, I actually told my kid about that movie recently. It was like, yo, it was wild. Because I was explaining to them how uh, Raiders, not Raiders, but Temple of Doom is how we got uh, to PG-13, and uh, because they was like, yo, that's a movie is wild, violent, but we we put a PG on it and probably shouldn't have. And somebody got their heart ripped out their chest. Probably not a <laughs> PG movie. And so they can't. They they did the PG thirteen after that. Hmm. So, yeah, I've never seen any of those movies, bro. I've uh, only seen the first one. Man, you, I, I truly would request. Well, I'm saying you did well. One, Anthony, you got to see at least the first one, but okay. also the the third one, uh, the Last Crusade. They kind of they kind of run neck and neck with each other. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like. Not intentionally sequels, but they are sequels kind of of each other. Uh, Temple of Doom is a, a, a real fun movie. My man Short Round's in it. Word to him for having won his, his Academy Award earlier this year. But uh, that that uh, those two movies are really, really something special. I actually just watched... Uh, what are they on? Disney Plus. They just, okay. they just got them on Disney Plus uh, maybe uh, a month ago where they're in prep for the new... Uh, Movie for the new Indiana Jones flick. So you okay. are you are good to view them, and uh, they're just really great movies, man. Got to give it up to them. But mm. uh, as I was saying, yo, regular show this week. You know what it is? You know what I'm saying regular deadline shit. We here. We all remote. We not together. It's just sad when you think about it. <laughs> but that means you get a little bit of news. You get some, uh, some perspectives from each of our lives and you get some amateur assholes and some entertainment chat. And we head out the door and we're going to try to keep it a nice tight little run for you today and keep my fucking moving. So here's your singular news story from the great state of Ohio. This is from scene Cleveland. Uh, Maria Elena Scott is on the byline. Ohio group submit signature to put legal marijuana on November ballot. The Secretary of State's office has two weeks to inform the coalition if it has sufficient valid signatures. The Coalition to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol, what a weird name, 
but okay. Uh, submitted more than 222,000 signatures aiming to get the question of whether to legalize the possession and personal cultivation of cannabis for Ohioans over 21 on the November ballot. Our proposal is guided by the best practices learned in the 20, 20 plus states that have already made the choice to regulate the sale and possession of marijuana, said coalition spokesman Tom Heron. At the same time, we also avoid pitfalls from some of those other states. We've seen what worked. We've seen what's not worked. And that's how we crafted our proposal. The Secretary of State's office now has until July 20th to validate the signatures. If the initiative needs more signatures, the coalition will have 10 days to gather enough. If passed, which Heron expects it will, the, in, the initiative will establish a legal marijuana industry in Ohio, creating a division of cannabis control in the Ohio Department of Congress to regulate, license, investigate, and penalize marijuana use. Heron says the regulatory framework for re recreational marijuana will resemble that of Ohio's existing medical marijuana industry and make the legal recreational marijuana market a competitive alternative to the illegal market. We have mm. a 10% tax at the point of sale, which is directly which is relatively low compared with tax regimes in other states. So our adult use operators, we believe, will be able to effectively compete with the illicit market, Heron said. We want to make sure that if we can provide a true alternative to the illicit market, a true alternative for consumers who are now going to Michigan or Illinois, some other or some other state where marijuana is already regulated. That 10 percent tax will generate between 275 and 375 million in revenue for the first for the state every year, according to research from The Ohio State University. We want to make sure that we have an open market here in Ohio. That is responsive to the laws of supply and demand, said Heron. So there you go. Uh, it's um, two dispensaries just opened up near me. Um, yeah. Not that I'm going to go in there. I I tried a gummy once. wasn't my favorite day of my life. Um, uh, do you know the dosing and all that good stuff? No. I... I I went off of uh, what lunch told me to get. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just like a rookie uh, uh, ingester of things like that, there is like just a half a gummy probably would probably would have been enough. A quarter of a gummy probably would have been correct. It's just making sure you get the right stuff. I don't like eating weed. I have not eaten weed. In fact, as uh, as I don't, uh, it, it, it has a lack of control that I don't bang with. Uh I it do is enjoy, very like uncertain. Yeah, and I don't I don't like that. But I do enjoy the 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 marijuana beverages. Uh not not like I'm always drinking the most, but when I if I when I want to, it's nice to have the beverages because it's very consistent. Mm. Drink basically uh you know, half a glass, not half a glass, half a glass things way too much. A quarter of a glass if you had like a twelve ounce glass or or whatever, drink a quarter of that, wait twenty minutes. Stoned, <laughs> and, and because wow. I and because it's so like accurate, like twenty minutes, you know what it's gonna be. It's it's a much it's a much uh, chiller vibe for for me. You know what I'm saying, I uh, I hit a joint recently, and uh, I was like, it's been a very long time since I smoked anything, and I was like, yowza. <laughs> I like took two pulls on that motherfucker, and I was like, no, thank you. I'm high right now. <laughs> I've I've never smoked weed before. Um so 
I don't. Well, I know you got you have a you know asthma, so you don't need to yeah, smoke anything. I had asthma, but I grew up. I I didn't have it. So a brief a history of my asthma, real quick. Asthma growing up, grew out of it. Start okay. working where we work at. Asthma came back. <laughs> came back. Um. So like during my formative years, like um, I would say through, you know, sixteen to about twenty. 25 i didn't have like i didn't have asthma anymore but um i think um i i got like compound um allergies from working at our job uh being being in recycled air all the time so yeah Yeah. but so during those years never uh never smoked anything um so i tried the gummy it just made it made me feel like I was wearing a wet blanket over my head and this this just didn't feel good. It was a very, mm. I guess, head head heavy high. A head high, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh just finding finding the 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 right formulation for what works with you and stuff like that there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I always try to uh hit a uh if if I'm messing around with anything, I use, I usually try to go for a, a hybrid strain, a little indica, a little sativa. Uh, even though, again, the science has recently been like more, more leaning towards probably more the turpentines you need to be looking at than the 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 uh, strains. But I mean, all I got right now is the strains, and that's what I ride out with. And so uh, I find that uh, the hybrids uh, make for a less paranoid uh, bit of high. You know what I'm saying? A more yeah. chiller vibe. And so that is a. That is why, like I said, I'm not, I, and I, I, I speak like I'm some kind of whatever heavy, like, like I said, I, I, I took a couple of hits off of Jay some weeks back and I was like, mm, okay, I don't think I'll be doing that again for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just hope um, for the best for our, for our city and um, state. Um, Correct. It's not some like, um, I'm not even, I don't even like drinking. So was I'm prob- probably not going to be, uh, you know, partaking in, um, getting no no golden nuggets or nothing like that. So yeah, I just hope that you know we can actually, you know, get some funding from it, which would be nice. Yeah, yeah, man. It, it, uh, it it's 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 getting to the point where <laughs> the states that don't have uh have it at least at least medically are just looking real eyeball. But then like it's like Texas has medical marijuana, but you but the the ways to get it are very 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 like. This is what is counts as medical. Ohio's medical rules are actually kind of uh, way more kind of relaxed. You can almost get for just you can almost get a medical card for just about anything. So that's uh, that's kind of uh, a, 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 at least a fair way that our law our laws in the great state of Ohio were written. So kind of like old school Cali when they when they first introduced medical marijuana and basically like, oh my knuckles hurt. <laughs> uh, the doctors, the doctor said I needed a little puff puff pass. So uh, come on, man, and and that was just fine. That's basically kind of what Ohio kind of rolls out with. The doctor said I need a backyectomy. Backyectomy. <laughs> oh man, that movie comes up more in my life than you probably should. I, I, I'm constantly quoting that shit. We we are currently reviewing uh, the Great American Baking Show over on Creme Patissier. And one of the uh, the bakers in that on that show is uh, Susan Simpson, and they, of course, maybe think of Samson Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> Near the beach. So, like every every week when I say her name, I'm just thinking Samson Simpson. I'm sticking to my story. I'm from Jamaica. Near the beach. It's like such a good <laughs> fucking. Oh my god. 
I hate I I don't not that I hate I I I'm it saddens me that Dave and Neil don't fuck with that movie because it's just a, it's such a fun movie. I get it. Like y'all think y'all they I know people look at their stuff and they like I think we could have done better. Like sure, but what you did was really really good, and I wish they respect that. Like like you know people who enjoy the movie do. Alas. Uh, that was our news for the week, and uh, Man, they should know, do they should do a sequel. You call it full baked. I think uh-huh. a, a sequel is in the works, of course, with this whole writer and now actor strike. Uh, that is probably on the uh back back burner. I'm going to type in half baked sequel. Uh, would follow Junior and his friends as they search for money to buy one of his best friends who died from smoking like the most powerful. <laughs> it had so so had, uh the most powerful joint in the world. So of course they were there people were working on it, but what well, that shit says stars Frankie Muniz, Ramona Young, and Joe. Did they make her big too? Hmm. Cause this has a lot of actors and so forth. Uh plot summary? Rated R? Did Half Big Two come out? Yeah, <laughs> did it? Hold on, I'm clicking on this right now. Half-Baked 2 sees return of original movies Mary Jane. That's from 2022, so that was from last year. Huh. It's got an official, it's got an R rating. I just, I don't know, I mean, uh, either they made it or it's it's in uh, production at some point. Half-Baked sequels coming next year without Dave. Okay, well, Doug, like I said, he don't fuck that movie to begin with. Interesting. Well, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Box, you might, you might get you a half-baked, too. It says coming in 2023. When this year at some point? I don't know. Man, the the woman, Rachel's true, played Mary Jane in that movie. So hot. I uh, <laughs> follow her on most social medias where she's at, and she's also a delight. And she always talk ill about how the, the people from the craft uh, don't fuck with her. Like they do, like yes. uh, signings and and stuff like that there, and they never they invite her. Invite they just it's always just the the white ladies from, from that show, and she's like, mm, "How interesting that they don't fuck with me." And I'm like, and, "And never invite me to get this money." And I'm like, "Hey, you right? That is a a thing." But uh, that's that's the news for the week. And first up, as always, is Tato. And man, what you got for us this week, baby? I was just looking up um, movie sequels you probably didn't know existed. And most of this list, I'm like, I knew that existed. What are you talking about? <laughs> Pretty much all these uh, are just all Bring It On movies and Caddyshack 3. <laughs> I'm all right. Don't nobody worry about me. <laughs> well, that's another movie I've never seen before, Caddyshack. Caddyshack? Great movie. Hmm. So, I finally uh, plugged up my, my Sega the other day. Okay. And, um... <laughs> So, like, we've been having, like, uh, I bought the boys a couple video games since they're out of school. They love video games. And, you know, I try to, like, the Kindle is one thing, but the video games is actually, like, you know, you use more than one part of your brain um, playing video games. Yeah. And I wanted to play games that, like, I could join in or I thought was fun, too. So... One of the games I bought him was um, like this Mortal Kombat game. Not Mortal Kombat, um, Power Rangers game. Okay. And it's like, 
it's a slight story to it if you play on story mode, but mostly it's just um, swinging swords against zords. Um, they had they did they did okay with that, but then they were playing um. What's um uh, what's the name of the the the, the DC game? Um, crap, I pushed it out of my head because they can't play it no more, and I'll get to that. <laughs> um, the DC Mortal Kombat game? No, the just DC um fighting game. Yeah, ain't that a Mortal Kombat game? Mm-hmm. Ain't that the D- DC? Yeah, you're talking about the one where like Superman's evil or some shit. Give me like forty eight seconds. And Injustice Part Two, Legendary Edition. Yeah. yeah, Injustice is like it's like made out of the same people who make Mortal Kombat. It's a real, uh, it's violent, but it's just just this side of like M rated M. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, it, it's not. It's right. It's rated T for team. No, yeah. no blood in it. It's just like all punching and then getting back up. Matter of fact, usually when you get knocked out, you got about this much health left. So, Emery, who is Emery playing with? But Emery was mopping everybody. He beat me, he beat his mom, he beat his brother, and he was just like, just going off for like a week. But then Anthony finally beat him and they had a fight. (laughs) And it was just like, I'm like, come on, man. Like, we have um, Marvel, what we have is called the Marvel versus Capcom room in our, uh, Marvel versus Capcom rule in our house. Which is... If you act like you act when we play Marvel vs. Capcom, you're not playing no more games. We played Marvel vs. Capcom like last year and it was another fight. It, uh, that was like we we had to pull Emery off of Anthony. It was just like what are you doing? We, you can't get this serious over a video game. Now, it wasn't that serious this time. But it was just like you you're hitting your brother over a game, and that's not acceptable, yeah, so um we have to take him off of it, and I keep on explaining to him the reasons why he's not playing the PlayStation no more, and the reasons why like hey we you're gonna have to cool it on the games because first of all, you was beating everybody, yes, you was button mashing, but you beat everybody, you were beating everybody yeah. for a long time. Anthony only beat you once. What are you doing that for? So, what makes that sad is like I was, I had pulled out the Sega, and one of the reasons I pulled out the Sega because I wanted to play um, Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Emery is a big, big Venom fan. Big, big Venom fan. Favorite one of his favorite things. The other day when um you know last episode as you know we were in Detroit. Um, I bought this little um, Venom plush, and um, <laughs> when I brought it home, <laughs> Emery was like, "Man, Venom don't wear no damn boots." He didn't say damn; he just said boots. <laughs> like, Venom don't wear he no said, boots. God damn. Yeah. I was like, um, "All right, I'm gonna tell Dan about this tomorrow." <laughs> and then I sent Dan a, a message. He was like, "Venom can turn anything into anything," and he he accepted that answer. But I'll allow for this bit of wisdom, but I don't. I don't have to celebrate it. <laughs> my uh, other buddy's son is really into Venom, like that's his favorite character too. So I have another friend whose son looks to me as their Venom guru, and then, but then the, my buddy's wife told me that uh, 
He was Venom for Halloween last year, but this year he wants to be Carnage. Oh. I was like, well, at least he's keeping it in the symbiote family. Yeah. At least he's not Doppelganger. <laughs> I like Doppelganger, though. Doppelganger is cool, but it's symbiotes all the way. So, yeah, I, I was agree. just like... But I, but I do like the goblins. I, you know what? When it comes down to it, I'm a villain man. I love the villains of... Oh, yeah. Of They're so much worlds. better. Um, it's funny. Uh, I haven't bought a lot, but on Amazon, like all the the toys from the Lightyear movie have been on like super clearance. Like the five inch th- um figures have been like two dollars or three dollars. So I bought the boys a couple, but then the twelve inch figures were like five dollars. And then recently, I bought like. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be real good, but it wasn't. The seven inch figure, it came with like different heads and different hands, and like a stand so you can um like make Buzz Lightyear Lightyear out this bitch, um, <laughs> and like that was the only one I really thought wasn't that great. Like it was okay, but it wasn't made that well. I think the other tours were made way better. But they've all been like on clearance, and like at the store, they're not on clearance yet. But for some reason, Amazon was just like, uh, "We like the old racist bud uh, buzz better." <laughs> so the coke dealing buzz. I mean, we're yeah. the ones with the buying on these mean you know? streets of Troy, Michigan, selling coke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to infinity and yeah. beyond, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get two bumps and I'll be beyond. So, you know, I don't want to uh, take away the games from the boys forever, but we got to come up with a better solution to keep them for them to keep their hands to themselves. Sock them boppers. Bop them, sock them once and bop them twice. <laughs> <laughs> we have some soccer boppers, but I don't think that's the solution either. Because I think like. One of my children, I'm not going to say who, is w- way more skilled in fighting than the other one. And I don't think that one will w- work out. One's like a natural. To, like, adhere to anonymity just in case they ever listen back to this. <laughs> listen back to this. Man, Dad thought you kicked my ass. Well, you wasn't wrong. Wait, but, are we sure he was talking about you? Yeah, like uh, eventually, and not now because they're they're a couple years apart. But like the way that these do- oh shit. Anywho, I I gotta uh, make every yeah. doctor doctor's appointment. The funny thing about it though is it's like I already know which one probably whooped the other one. Yeah, but I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but Emory uh, is going to be. According to his, according to his doctor papers, he's in a 90th percentile for his height. So he's he's and Anthony's like in the like 70 or 64th percentile for his height. So Emery's going to probably going to be bigger than him growing up. Like uh, like when they start uh, hitting those secondary sexual characteristic stages, like Emery's probably going to shoot up <laughs> even more. Oh yeah, like that that kid is going to be. Like a monster, as far as like sports are concerned, if that's the route that he chooses to go. 
Yeah, I think they're they're both heading toward esports. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it, most it, kids in this generation are. Yeah, man, that, that's a whole other thing. But like, man, I just remember like this time of year, not wanting to be like not coming in the house. Like I know it's controversial, controversial, but like. The 4th of July was my favorite holiday growing up. Not because America was free, because I was free that day. Like, everybody on the whole block was out of school. You know, everybody's parents was off. Like, everybody's backyard had food in it. Everybody had little hugs. Uh, You know, you could take a sixer. Nobody would care. And it was just like such a great day. I remember, Um, like... We would we would go to somebody's house for like a cookout. There'd be like fireworks, or like we would go to like a giant community fireworks display. Like we'd go to Garfield Heights, yes. sit out in the grass in the park, and like watch the the fireworks with like the the, the town or whatever. Did when you went there? Um, it used around that time of year. It was always like the um, like the the festival. Like it would be always like the um, like the mayor behind the church. Yeah. Yeah, that used to be so great. I, I used to remember that very fondly as a child. We probably walked right past each other. <laughs> well, like I mean, it, even festivals back then seemed to be more common. Like now, it's like I'll see little signs like on the side of the road. Like uh, I saw one the other day. It was um, there's like some sort of uh, festival to church coming up like at the end of the month. But like it's just like back then, man. It was like. They would be all the time. Like I remember every year looking forward to the Fleet Festival. Like there would be like the St. John the Palmasing Festival. Like we would go other places. Like there'd be like like they do the whole thing with the amusement park, like the rides, the scrambler, the Ferris yeah. wheel. Like Parm- they would do one at like Parmatown Mall. There'd be like one at Tri C. There were rib burnoffs everywhere. Yeah, like all this kind of stuff that people did all the time all summer. And now it's like I see a couple of those things, but like it's not like it used to be. Man, what I wouldn't do for one of them hard ass teddy bears right now that I break in my mother's car and I gotta clean it after next morning to get all them beads out. <laughs> the little the little beads. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> the joy. Yeah, it's like the internet has made us like more disconnected as a society. I, I again I, I I realize yes, sure the internet, but I, I feel like we we I think we keep forgetting it's a goddamn plague. And guess what we couldn't do during that time? We couldn't have festivals that all the churches used to throw around away and stuff like that there and the fairs and so forth. I think no, I, but like, I, I wasn't even doing that shit before COVID. It's like we would do that as a family, maybe because I don't have a family of my own, you know, but like, I don't know. It was like, it is. I just think maybe it's like the natural progression of things like our generation. Now that it, we're in charge and the, we're the ones that will be doing that shit. We don't do it with the same fervor as the generation before us. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does seem like um, I remember Roman sales everywhere during the summertime. Like, I, I will blame COVID for like 30% of it, but like that other 70% is like, is our fault. Or it was the other generations before us fault that we can't keep our <laughs> shit together. Because like, I just remember like, um, 
vacation Bible school. Uh, I remember, <laughs> like, it was like signs for everything. You can't even put signs up no more. You can't tack the sign to a tree. I'm going to say it's vacation Bible school popping a couple of streets over for me right now. <laughs> but, and also my town full, is, is full of street signs. How funny. Man, like, I just remember, like, Roman sales. Um, maybe because I just don't get to sign press paper no more. Maybe I just need to get to sign press paper and figure out what's all going on in the world. They still make that? I don't know. But it would yeah. be dope if Dude, they they're, did. They're- there's an app that tells you where all the garage sales are. Hmm. I'm pulling it up. Give me a sec. I think it's called uh, Yard Sale Treasure Map. Yeah, yard sales were pretty great. Like, I remember um, not too long ago, I went to a yard sale. This is probably pre-pandemic. And this lady was just, like, selling all her husband's tools. And I was just, like, I had just moved in. I'm like, um... I need some tools. She's like, you know what, baby? Take all this stuff. Fuck my husband. She literally said that. <laughs> yeah, see, it shows me where all the garage sales are in the area. That's super dope. That's an app or that's a website? It's an app. Okay. And what's cool about it is you can, like, set a, you can make, like, an itinerary where you can pick which ones you're going to go to, uh-huh. and then it'll jeep, it'll GPS you like it'll set up a, a route for you to take to get to them all. That's pretty incredible. Why not follow Nicole Byer on, on Twitter? How is that possible? <laughs> hey, that's random. What is Nicole well, Byer so do, doing that you need to follow her? Uh, I saw a tweet from her earlier, and I think somebody had retweeted it. So I now I kind of get it. It was let me see if I can find it for you because it's so wild. Here we go. She actually quote tweeted this, and here's the tweet that she is quote tweeting. This is by a variety writer, I guess. No, or I don't know who Clayton Davis is. Clayton Davis could be nobody. So let's see who Clayton Davis is before we Clayton go for whatever. Clayton, uh, <laughs> senior awards editor. Okay, so he actually does write for Variety. And this is what he wrote about Nicole Byer. Nailed an MC, Nicole Byer is now the most nominated black woman for outstanding host with four nods. However, she has yet to convert any of these into wins. And it's a link to a story. And Nicole, you know, quotes me that with, what a fun way to phrase this. Mm. <laughs> like, like she has, like she can make these uh, nominations into wins. Like she has anything to say about that shit. It's like, it's so dumb. It's funny. Like, uh, one of my favorite shows, matter of fact, I need to write that down. Um, she, she did a voice in one of my favorite shows the other day. Um, season two of 10 year old time. She did uh, okay. a voice on there. And uh, she she did a very hilarious job. Good, good. I'm uh really struck by uh, the this uh the, the, now now the actors are striking too, and these Has producers are, are talking. Yeah, yeah. Today they 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 uh, they like 10 a.m. this morning. Damn. They uh the and producers keep talking wild, dumb, and reckless shit. It was just like. Y'all got to chill, man. It's, it's so, it's so, it's so just stupid. <laughs> but producers is just like basically like they're asking for too much. They're asking whatever. And I'm like, bro, look. One, I I know I know for sure what I know what the writers are asking for isn't isn't certainly just not that much. And uh, the actors are basically just want you know healthcare, <laughs> and again to not use AI to you know 
replace them. And so, and, and of course, you know, you know, some money for sure, but just some shit that's like, yeah, these things are basic and you should be able to, you know, you know, these, these should be easily supplied. It's just so dumb. Oh, stars leave film premiere as Hollywood calls strike. That's crazy. Killian Murphy and uh, uh, Emily Blunt both just walked out the damn uh, uh, Oppenheimer premiere tonight because oh. they were striking. Strike says, don't, don't fuck with them. Don't do anything to help them uh, advertise pro- their projects and so forth and so on. Call that shit what it is and just get the fuck out there. I'm like, damn, that's gangster. So, respect to Killian Murphy, man. I want to see Oppenheimer. Uh, but that's uh, I love. I love me some, uh, you know, some Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I got to see the blackening first. Fair. And uh, Gary Whitta, who's, you know, a screenwriter, said, spoke to a knowledgeable person who thinks late October is the earliest that it's all gets sorted. Personally, I'm not expecting to work again this year. Transfer some money from my savings while I remind myself how lucky I am to be able to do that because most in WGA sag after art. I'm like, God damn, that's fucked. It's out here, people. And uh, <laughs> I think... I think people will get it when, you know, we get toward the fall and they shows don't come back and then they'll really get it next year when their movies they was hoping was coming out ain't come out, you know? Yeah. Because this is what it is. Pay motherfuckers, quit bullshit. Anyway, we 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 give and go. We pass this over the box. Dang you, man, what's been going on in your world? So I um made a tough decision this past weekend that I had been wrestling with for a while and also I wasn't sure which route I was going to take. I, I think I've talked we've talked about this on the show before and I was using a Note 9 that I bought almost four years ago and it, it, the battery on it, because I've been started playing Pokemon Go again the battery on it just was not good. Um, and well isn't good, I should say, because I still have it. It's literally right here. I'm whole. I have both phones in my hand. I have. I have to use this one to log into work, the old one, because I don't have the security code key program logged in on this one. Yeah. I don't feel like going through the trouble of fucking Calling. getting it all authenticated and everything. So I'm just gonna keep the old phone around down here to log into work every day. Um. But yeah, the battery on it is get was getting so bad. Like I had it charged like ninety six percent Saturday yeah. when I left the barber shop and drove over to my buddy's house for a, a cookout. And I went in the house and I was playing around with it for a little while, watching like he had like a Taylor Swift concert on the TV. And within two hours, my phone battery was down to sixteen percent. Wow! So so I had to go out to the car to get my charger so that I'd have phone for the rest of the evening. And uh, yeah, that just wasn't going to cut it anymore. So plus I get like the, the software would get a little buggy at times on it. Like sometimes I get like some hiccups in the programs running and it, so like I knew I needed to, to, uh, to bite the bullet and get a new phone. Um, but I also have an issue where my laptop's getting old and I've, I've started having it crash while I'm working. Like I got blue screen to death five times in a row the other day. Like I basically lost an hour of work the other day. That's just trying to get my computer to fucking restart and stay active rather than continue to crash. So I was like, do I get a laptop or do I get a phone? So I was like, well, I could always borrow my buddy's laptop in the meantime. Like my computer die dies. And 
I'm like the phone. I is more prevalent <laughs> to my personal life, and it's not like the work. It's not like our job is gonna fucking like reimburse me for buying another laptop. So I went with the phone, and I think I made an alright decision. I, I, I mean, honestly, I think it would have been fine either way. Like I'm on the laptop right now doing the show with you guys, so it's like. You know, it it still works, and like maybe if I just fucking uh, update the drivers or you know defrag the the hard drive or something, maybe I'll be fine. Because it's not like I do anything crazy on here. It's like I do this with you guys once a week, and I you know do my job on here. Yeah, and that's about it. Like I don't do a whole hell of a lot on else on here. Most of my other shit's done like on my phone, which is part of why like I was more concerned about getting the phone situation taken care of. Um. But I, I I think I'm I'm fine with my decision. I went I got a um. So one thing about the purchase that I don't I I, I regret, um, uh, which I'll get to. But I bought a Samsung S twenty three plus. Great phone. Didn't. Yeah i I didn't feel the necessary to spend the like extra $200 to get the one with the stylus because I don't use the fucking stylus. Like I didn't really use it on my note nine hardly ever. And so I was like, ah, this is an unnecessary feature for me. So I was looking at the plus or the, the regular one. And I went with the plus since it was like a bigger uh, storage space and the battery was good on it. And like the phone screen size compared to the note nine is like, practically the fucking same like I'm, I'm holding both phones stacked on each other and they're like the same size so it's like i wasn't sacrificing phone screen i have like this really fucking sweet like three angled camera thing on the back now um i did notice though that it, there's no uh headphone jack so i yes. have to get used to that um but I think it was definitely time for an upgrade. The battery life on it, I can test what Anthony's saying. It is is fucking incredible. Like I, uh, I had it fully charged, and I guess this, this is another part of the story. I I went to Cedar Point for the first time the other day. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, uh, the lady that my buddy's been seeing, she works there, and so she got us in for free. I didn't ride anything. I was strictly there to do the Pokemon Go Community Day. Um, but I walked around the whole place, and it seems pretty cool. It like, definitely had like a uh, Jogga Lake sort of vibe to it in, in some regards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seemed, seemed like a nice place. I could see why people go there. But the phone battery like, <laughs> went in fully charged, and like I was there for like a little over two hours. And but when we left, my phone battery was still at like 50%. And I've been using it. I used it the, the, the full two hours straight, plus a little bit before we got there. Like I had taken off the charger before we got there. So I, yeah, I was, I was impressed because if it had been my old phone, my old phone would have been dead by then. You know, I would have had to walk around with like a battery pack in my pocket. Uh, the one thing though about it, like getting new phones these days too, is it's like they've made it so easy transferring things from your old phone to your new phone. I literally all I had to do was install like the Samsung app and it, it, it like linked my two phones together and then it literally transferred everything from the Note 9 to the new phone. Like all my pictures, all my videos, all my contacts, all all my apps, like literally everything just boop. And then I just had to like re-log into everything and re-authenticate everything over here. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Like, um, I don't think... 
I can talk enough about how good the battery life is on this phone. Like, if you turn down your screen and like you, like we've been on like a couple different family trips where it's like we went to a zoo somewhere. I'm taking pictures, like answering like text messages and stuff like that, and like taking short videos, and my shit is still be on seventy percent. Like, like at the end of the day, after being out for like like six hours, and like not mm-hmm. have to worry about navigating home and stuff, stuff like that. Like, the the battery life on this phone is friggin' incredible. Like, it's I haven't had a, a battery life this good since a Nokia. So <laughs> I've had a Nokia in like over a dozen years. Yeah, I I've been impressed with it, and uh, I'm I'm glad I I went this way. Um, I bought an OtterBox for it. Um, and then the part about the purchase I didn't like was I bought the screen protector that Best Buy sells. They, I guess they have like a partnership with this company. And so it was like the only screen protector they had for this thing. And it was like by far the worst fucking screen protector I've ever tried to place on a phone ever. Like the little fucking jank unit, like that it came with to put the phone in so that you could like keep the thing flush while you're adhering it was like terrible like the thing bare, like didn't fit in right the actual film didn't really adhere to the phone even though like i had cleaned the screen wiped it down with the alcoholic wipe clean dried it off with the the micro b pad or whatever like everything was ready to go the fucking thing wouldn't stick it just popped right off like i was trying to like push it down with the little squeegee thing to get the air bubbles out and everything it was leaving little indents all over the the film it was a waste of $30. Fucking terrible. And I couldn't return it because once you like take the adhesive off and everything, they consider it a used item and they don't accept a return. So I literally just lit $30 on fire. I don't even have the fucking thing on here. I went without it. Which right, for me I'm is fine because I don't put my keys in my same pocket with the phone and shit. So it's like I haven't had a screen protector on this Note 9 for two years and it's still perfectly fine. So I'm pretty good about not busting my screens up. Right, I'm still going to send you the screen protector I have. Um, just in case you, you think about wanting to use one. Do they not, I'm, and no, I'm not trying to start no shit, but I'm asking, do they not have like Samsung care, you know, some like, uh, you know, insurance kind of deal for Samsung phones? Well, I, I, I could get it through Best Buy. I don't know if like, if like they would do, like I was offered the geek squad insurance for a couple of years. Now, and now I think about it, I've only ever seen a Samsung store in Canada. And I don't even know if Samsung stores are a thing we have here locally. So I I've guess, never seen one. I guess that would be involved. But uh, yeah, so so uh, you buy, well, not even at this point, because it, it's a part of just, you know, paying for phone. You buy your phones outright. So I, I, I know you're separate, different than, than, you know, most of us who, you know, pay through our, you know, phone companies. And like, because the way the phone works, I get, I get, I, my, my, all our phones at this house is all Apple phones is uh have Apple Care. And so Apple Care is if you were if you had you bought your phone outright and wanted Apple Care, it's like a hundred bucks. And basically they just fix just about anything for you know, going there and like, all right, well, you got Apple Care, this is covered. So here. Do they have a, a time frame on how long the, the it's covered? Because like the, the Geek Squad insurance was like 170 and it was only good for two years. Apple Care. Let's see. I didn't buy it, by the way. I just fucking I'm raw dogging it with the phone. Like, 
it's, you know, as long as it, it stay, it, it does what it's supposed to, and I don't have any problems. Like, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm uh, going in Sands, Jimmy. So uh, Apple Care can be paid. So let's this. This is for just the Mac. You can pay thirty five ninety nine annually, or ninety nine dollars for three years. For iPads, it's three forty nine monthly, or sixty nine dollars for two years. On the phone, it's three ninety nine. Uh, a monthly or $79 for two years. So two years, two years seems to be about three years for their computers, two years for the, the uh, stuff, you know, well, except for Apple TV, let's say it's three years on that too. So hey, it's, 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 it's probably just the industry standard couple of years, you know, and those prices are reasonable compared to the, like I said, like the geek squad, they wanted 170 for two years. I was like, nah, get fucked. I'm not paying that. Yeah. Get and, uh, <laughs> And like I said, it, 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 depending on what the situation is, it's usually like, okay, yeah, that's covered. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever had anything not covered, but I think I, I have had to go in there and have, have, have like, I, like, good Lord, it's one of my, whew, it was an angry time. Vanessa's phone was dangling just enough in a pocket of her, so it weighed her pocket down, and, the pocket, and the, that pocket was hanging by the door, so she slammed the car door shut. And just beat the phone like that. And I had to go take that phone to uh, Apple and be like, what is it? And it was like, I think it was like 150 bucks to, to whatever. But I don't know if she had Apple Care on it. Cause I don't think that's when they, at that point in time, we were on Sprint still. And I don't think Sprint just auto put Apple Care on there, whereas Timo does. So it's interesting. Like I said, but, but like I, said I, I want, I, I mean, clearly it's something that's needed. You know, for them, for like, like, like your battery situation, like you could have took that in. You should, you should been able to take that in if you were so inclined and just had your battery replaced. Now you went in and got a new phone. This is probably about that time anyway. But I don't well, but, like. But like the, I said, though, if the if the insurance only lasts two years, I could you, you do were, that. You were done already anyway. You were two years past due. Yeah. And so yeah, that's a weird little happenstance. Lay sigh. <laughs> But that, that's just the way of tech, you know? It's like, outside of, like, the battery on this phone and maybe, like, you know, me having, like, you know, too many apps and, like, you know, multimedia shit on here. Like, I, I could use, this phone could use a cleaning. It's still a solid phone. This Note 9 is, was a, is a fucking workhorse. Yeah. Like, I, if someone was able to replace the battery on this, it's a solid fucking phone for somebody to use right now. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. I guess for me, it'd just be a good backup too. Like, I could always just pop the SIM card back in it in, in an emergency. There you go. Yeah, and and, and that's what it is. You 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 are ready if if need be. So, oh my gosh, any uh anything else in in your realm in your realm this week, sir? Um, let's see. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a while since we talked. Yeah. <laughs> so I went over to my mom's for Fourth of July. Okay. Uh. I um, saw my uh, my uh, nephew for the first time, Excellent. Like my biological nephew. Um, it was interesting watching him interact and navigate. Yeah. He seems very uh, cautious about everything. Uh, he just turned four like, oh. last week. So, uh, you know, we high-fived and, uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know. He's with it. He's four years old. It's... Um... He ready to get uh, to get ready with the world. I think he's afraid of the world, but you know <laughs> we shall see. Um, let's see. Uh, 
<laughs> I've been to the gym a bunch. I, wa- I went to Lakewood Park last Friday, walked around, saw them watching uh, the Adams Family movie on the the inflatable screen. You know, watched, looked out at the water. You know, had a nice little little day. Um, I feel like I did something on Saturday. Oh yeah, Saturday I got my haircut and went to that cookout. Sunday. The fuck did I do Sunday? I know I'm making an editing right now, a fucking nightmare, but like, I can't remember what the fuck I did. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm pretty positive I left the house. Oh yeah, Sunday I was at Cedar Point, duh. Yeah, yeah. like I already told you. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, been uh, working out and you know, playing Pokemon. Like, uh, I've been having fun with it again. Like, Pokemon was really Pokemon Go, I should say, was really the thing that kind of sparked me losing weight the last time. Because it, it like it, walking is fine, but when you're walking and you're actually like accomplishing something rather yeah. than just like listening to music or a podcast or something, it adds a little more oomph to the experience. Where you like you got goals you're trying to achieve rather than just being like, well, I gotta walk to lose weight. Like that's all well and good, and, and like it's a necessary thing. Being like, man, I gotta walk two streets over and go do the Snorlax raid and try and catch this motherfucker. There's adds a little more excitement to it. Whereas, like at that point, then like the, the weight loss and the, the health benefits are like a nice bonus on top of the thing. Which I know it should be the other way around, but I don't know for whatever reason, doing the game makes it more exciting. So, like I've been averaging up until today when I took a break is like my legs were fucking shot. Uh, I was averaging 10,000 steps a day, like, but that's, I was doing more than that. It just so happens that when I went to that cookout last Saturday, I didn't hit my 10K last Saturday, so it drove my average down. But, like, last Friday when I was at the park, so, like, I've been going for a walk on my lunch break every day, which has been about, like, three to 4,000 steps, depending on where I go. And then, like, I've been getting up and, like, doing, like, the 250 every hour, or at least the hours that I, like, noticed my wrist jiggle on the Fitbit. Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll get up down here and where I work, and like, I'll walk from one end of the house to the other because basically just a straight chat across the basement, and I'll do that a few times until I hit the step goal. So I've been getting more steps and just doing that, or going upstairs and making food, or going to the bathroom or whatever. Then um, we've been going for walks after the gym in the evening a lot. So like last Friday, it was like I I went for my lunch walk, did my you know. Uh, I forget what they call it. There's like a term for it. It's a, it's like an acronym for like uh, just everyday movement. Mm-hmm. I think it's called like meat or something like that. And then I went to the gym, did a leg workout, and then I went to Lakewood Park and walked around for a couple hours. So last Friday, I ended with like 13,500 steps. And, you know, like I had like 10,000 the day before that, 11,000 the day before that. And I was at Cedar Point and I did like 12,000 on Sunday. And, um, yada, yada, so forth and so on to go from a week of that to ha- previously having done like half that much. My legs are just fucking like, there are bruises all over both of my legs right now, just all over the place. And then last night, like I was telling you guys, like I got, to, went to get up to go to the bathroom and go to bed and my fucking quad just tightened up. Like someone was just grabbing it and digging their nails in. Like it hurt like a son of a bitch. Yeah. So I just, today, I was like, all right, legs, I hear you. I'm giving you the day off. So I didn't go for a walk today. I didn't go for a walk after the gym. Like, I did shoulders and abs tonight, but no uh, no cardio. Um, I'm at 3,000 steps just from walking around doing, like, my normal shit that I had to get done anyway. 
but I didn't, you know, go for any extended uh, stuff today because uh, gotta learn to trust the body a little bit more. And uh, when it's when it's fucking pushed to its limit, sometimes I have to remember that it, it's important to allow things to heal rather than be like, oh, well, you can't quit. You got to tough it out. No pain, no gain. Be a man. Like that's sometimes that mentality has its place, but I think when like you've exceeded your limitations and your shit is like very hurt. You need to throttle back a little bit. It is. It is why I have not gone for a hard ass walk now since Detroit. Cause my leg was just so cocked up that I was like, it's probably, it's probably a strain. Everything I'm reading all I read about is probably a strain sprain situation. And those are always about 10 to 15 days off that motherfucker as best you can be. And I can't fully be off of it cause I live a life and I exist and my, 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 my we'll get into it here in my little segment. And so I just was like, for for right now, sit your bitch ass down. And it's and it's not fully back to, to form. And I got some walking to do this weekend, but I'm hopeful it'll be better. I'm also gonna try to get a grab a pair of new a fresh pair of shoes uh uh at some point tomorrow on, on the road and uh see if that helps the cause. And also I'm gonna bring the uh uh one of the, the braces with me and see if that like helps. But yes. Sometimes just like your body telling you something for a goddamn reason, bro. Listen to it. It's 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 talking to you. So, but in fact, let's again. We'll, we'll I, I will take this ball and, and run down to the other end of the court right now and and and, and get you caught the date on Tay Rail. And that is uh, tomorrow morning. In a very short while, <laughs> I'm going to go pick up the rental, and then me and my youngest are headed to the Big Apple. Very excited about this because we're going for the kid's birthday. He'll be 16 this Sunday. And uh, that was uh, what he wanted to do for his birthday. And I was like, fair enough. That's pretty six, slick, sweet 16. And uh, my sister's coming up from Virginia. She's going to meet us there. going to meet us tomorrow uh, evening uh, and going to kick it and do New York. I paid for uh, the, I want to make sure I get it correct so we know what we're talking about. It is the... <laughs> In my little travel folder in my email is the New York pass. There's two different ones. There's a city pass and then there's a New York pass by go city. And those are two different things. And, the, and what they, what you can do with I, I, both of them are very, are, are, can be very different because the city pass basically you like, you can, you can do these things, but the New York pass, you can just do literally just about everything you would want to do in a touristy kind of way for New York. And they ask, they only ask that, Hey, for a couple of things, make sure you reserve because they are spe- specifically and super busy. And that was, of course, the Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building, both of which I have reservations for. 11 a.m. Saturday, I should be at the Statue of Liberty or at least on the boat on the way to the Statue of Liberty. And then 5 p.m. Uh, Saturday evening, I'll be at the Empire State. And in between those times, we'll see what I can pull off. I hope to get to the Met because Starry Night, Van Gogh's Starry Night, my absolute favorite painting ever is on loan at the Met currently. So I will probably get to see that painting in person in real life. And I am so excited for that, but I'm very excited to, to, uh, to get out on yet another journey and, uh, have a good time and meet up with my sister. We trying to go eat some Korean fried chicken, uh, Friday. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I was like, yo, I'm, I'll tell my big sister. I was like, yo, it'll change your life. But she was like, Oh no, I just had some recently. You're right. It is very good. The kid hadn't had it yet. So that it'll be new for them. And, it, and guess what's in the, you know, uh, in, in, in New York, 24 minutes away from where I got to pick my sister up uh, from the from the go to bus. 
is a BBQ dot chicken. And I'm like, well, I know what works there. I don't know. So I probably would end up going there uh, to get my Korean fried chicken popping of Friday, tomorrow uh, evening. It's from when we record this. And I'm very excited for that as well. Took my kid for to the barber today. Got they got their haircut. They got they got they uh, like a. Uh, I'm just going. I, I'll, I'll say it's a Patrick Mahomes. That way you know what, uh, what his hair looks like, <laughs> like right now. And so it, it's a very it's a very cool haircut for them. And I'm like oh, good stuff. So they they're they're looking good and looking apart. And uh, I'm just hyped. But uh, unf- at the same time, unfortunately, uh, I and I talked about this on. Uh, did I talk about it on Grim Pat or we talked about it before Grim Pat? Either way. My lady, of course, he got got COVID again, and because she has an auto, and it's not like trust me when I say she is fully vaccinated, more probably probably more vaccinated than anybody you know because she has an autoimmune disorder, and so it's necessary for her to get vaccinated to to help keep COVID from being you know deadly. But yeah, she got uh, COVID yet again. She thought it was an earache, an ear infection, and I just happened to be like. Uh, have you tested for COVID yet? And she's like, no, I ain't, no. And I'm, and I'm like, well, let's make sure we do that. Just, just in case. And uh, indeed it came up positive. The, the rest of the house luckily tested negative. Uh, and, uh, but unfortunately she tested, uh, positive and it's been kind of sucky for her. I'm saying, cause she's had that earache, which they gave her antibiotics for just in case it was, it, cause it could be an ear infection. They were like along with COVID, you know, and they gave her Paxlovid. But it just is made for a very uncomfortable time, and just her locked upstairs, and me not really getting to see her. No, I go and put. I mean, I got to go in my room, so I'll, I'll put my little my my, my N95 on and, and so forth, and go get what I got to get out of the room and so forth, and bring her food and, and drinks and the like. But yeah, fucking sucks. But if she tests out. This weekend, she's going to go hang out with uh, her friend and do a 48 hour film festival. And I think that's going to be, I'm excited for her to be able to do that. And so hopefully that uh, all works itself out and she gets to have that experience. Doesn't this seem to happen every time you got to take a trip somewhere? What's fucking supposed to do about it? She, you know what it is? She's been out, she's been out no, of no, the no, office no, for, she's been, she's not worked in an office for like seven years. It's all like, I'm saying is like the, it seems like there's a coincidence here that every time there's like a trip coming up, she gets COVID somehow. Yeah, and in this case, we we truly think it's just from the office. It's like a return to the office for the first time, like bef- even since even before COVID. Like my lady has been out of the office, and so it is a uh, first time back in the office in like seven, eight years. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like a newborn baby at that point. You know what I'm saying? Everything kind of gonna be like, yo, you got to watch what you're doing. You got to watch how you be around. The motherfucker sneeze a little bit. You got to be like, hey, bro, you got to get the fuck away from me. So <laughs> it sucks. But it's just what it has. It's basically got to be that way for her uh, while she gets you, while her body kind of gets regulated and used to being back in, uh, back in office. And so that kind of stinks. No kind of to it. It just absolutely stinks. But what the flip is, her job wildly fucking cool about it. Unlike the job that she had before this, they probably would have just been like, I don't care. They were like, oh, no, you're good, man. Just, uh, uh you come snag this laptop because it's like, yeah, you still, you still have to work. But yeah, just come grab your laptop. Uh, you can, we can do most of it. We can do the training because she's still training and work from home and no worries and blah blah. Yeah, and smack it and gave her everything she needed to work from home. And you know, and I'm just like, that's what's up, man. I like you need more jobs like that. But again, so this is a little private business and it's only like you know 35, 45 employees. So they kind of can run a, a tight ship like that. And they they like her and are doing and did right. But I had to go pick up. I had to go get her laptop myself. 
and they were like all prepared and super happy to meet me and so forth. So it's just, I don't know, man, fucking life. And it, 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 it sticks and moves and comes at you and so forth and so on. But yeah, man, I get to celebrate my kid turning 16, which is just, and it's bonkers. And, 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 uh, that's going to be a delight. And I'm excited to go to this trip and, uh, find uh, this kid some cheesecake on their actual birthday, <laughs> which is what they want. And, Juniors? Uh, Yes, we are going to do it. That is that is the the the, the probable uh, location. So if it happens, I'll try to get y'all. You know, you know, you know, you know what it is. I'll try to come through with some some some. some they sell the mini ones. I saw, I saw the place, but we didn't go there when I was there. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh I'm very 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 hyped for this trip. Uh, last time I went to New York was in 2012, and uh, <laughs> uh, I left my son's birthday party. We wrapped it up. I didn't just dip out on my kid. <laughs> I drove down to Akron Canton area, uh, parked my, my, my car at my homegirl Danielle's house. We got in her car, which was new at the time, and drove from her house to Brooklyn, New York, straight. And slept for, we got, listen, we got to Brooklyn, say, in the 4 a.m. ish time. Slept for about four hours. Woke up, explored the city a little bit. All this was to we, we went to New York to go see a, a band uh we fuck with uh, uh Cannibal Ox uh was doing a reunion show at the uh Knitting Factory, Bowery, one of these uh, Brooklyn uh concert venues. Bro, <laughs> we, we were there and there, and all these artists kept coming out, but not Cannibal Ox. And it's like at some point we were just like, hey man, I think we might have to leave before Cannibal Ox comes out, and that fucking sucks. But we got to see Catabox come out on the stage and I think do like a song or two. But we're like, all right, we gotta turn it back around and head right back. It was it was we literally we called it No Sleep Till Brooklyn because we just went to New York and then left New York and it was not much sleep on that journey. It was terrible. At some point we got I got we got excited because I had to drive because I was on the drive back. I think either somewhere in Pennsylvania or somewhere like when we started trying to get back to Ohio, I was like, yo, we gotta stop. I had to take a nap and we had to just to hit a, hit a, hit a rest stop and just like close our eyes for a little bit. That was a crazy adventure, man. But this time I get to, you know, properly drive. The hotel has, you know, parking and so forth. And it's going to be a lovely experience where I have some time to kick it and enjoy the company of my kid and my big sis. And I think it's going to be a, a very lovely experience. Also, I've told them this already, but I feel like you, the listener would chuckle at this. My mama called me uh, yesterday <laughs> and was like, you tell Dan, he better keep his grip. He better get that clock, that alarm clock repaired because that is too special. And I was like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. And what you doing? I- I'm working. Well, all right. I ain't going to hold you. Yes, ma'am. And uh, that was it. My mama called me to tell me she was listening to the show and to tell, make sure I tell Daniel to keep his grandma's alarm clock. And uh, yes, ma'am, I did, mama. No worries. <laughs> Just in case she was concerned that I did not. But I did it immediately after we got off the phone, madam. So there you go. That, that came from uh, my mama to you, dear sir. So that was populating in, uh, in T's life. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it moving because, uh, you know, we need to. And you know what it is. Each week we head to the mean streets of Reddit. I, we even did it last week whilst on the road. And if you listen to that podcast, you'll hear my, my phone going, <laughs> making all kinds of noise as it connects to the internet. 
because that's how microphones are. They have real sensitive uh, ears to radio waves. And uh, but even then, we gave y'all slam of the asshole. And we're going to do it again this week. Our selection this week are as follows. Am I the asshole for not giving my girlfriend, 25, my dinner after I already bought her dinner? Okay. Am I the asshole for moving out after my boyfriend took me to a expensive steakhouse? Hmm. <laughs> trying to get a food thing, but it just didn't finish like I wanted to. And this one, am I the asshole for telling my niece about her dad's nipple piercing? Oh, uh, yes, you're an asshole. <laughs> Which one y'all want to start with? You get all of them, but which one y'all want to set it off with? First one. Here we go, then. Then the first shall be first. Am I the asshole for not giving my girlfriend, 25 female, my dinner after I had already brought her dinner? My girlfriend, 25 female, and I, 29 male, live in NYC, and there's a popular app where you buy leftover restaurant food. Restaurants advertise surprise bags at a reduced price in order to reduce food waste. The customer doesn't know what they're getting until they pick up the food, but the cost is at least three times lower than the normal menu price. E.g., if an entree is usually 24, the restaurant is allowed to charge $8 at most for it. These are hit or miss. Sometimes you get exactly what you want at a greatly reduced price. But sometimes you get something that you otherwise wouldn't have picked from the menu. I ordered a surprise bag from a barbecue place that I was picking up on the way home yesterday. I texted my girlfriend and asked if she wanted one, but she said no. She wasn't in the mood for barbecue. However... There was an Indian restaurant right next door that also had surprise bags available on the app. So she ordered one of them. The barbecue was $12. The Indian food was $10. I think that's important to this conversation. When I get home, I unpack the meals to see what I got. I was psyched about my bag. Since I paid $12, I knew the value had to be at least $36. But honestly, the platter looked a lot more expensive. This was a hit. Keep in mind that we live in the West Village, which is the most expensive neighborhood and the most expensive city in the U.S. So $36 for one meal is pretty typical. There were burnt ends, ribs, pulled pork, baked beans, potato salad, bread, onions, and pickles. My girlfriend, however, was less lucky. Her surprise bag only had six different types of soup. Oh. Half of them being variations on cauliflower soup. She was disappointed, to say the least. She asked if we should, if we should share my barbecue. And I said, no, I'm hungry. I offered to buy her, buy you some already, and you said no, so I'm going to devour it. She got mad and called me the asshole. I told her if she didn't want soup, she should have ordered something special instead of using a surprise bag app. I then told her, just order something off a food delivery app. And she said she didn't want to spend the money. Another bit of context is I make a lot more money than her and pay all of our rent. I know she's running a little bit lean in the, on the financial picture right now. I then tell her that if she doesn't want to pay for delivery, I'll walk to the bodega on our street and can buy something there. Another bit of context is that we live on a four floor walk up with no elevator. And she broke her leg in a car accident a month ago. Huh. So she can, <laughs> so she, so it can be tough for her to get around. She says that she says she's the, she says she's the grill is probably off there. Okay, that's how it's written. And all she wants is a hot meal. I tell her she has soup. <sighs> anyway, she thinks I'm an asshole, but in my defense, I offered to buy her barbecue to begin with, and she declined. Two, she picked out her own food, which I grabbed her on my way home. Three, when she wasn't satisfied, I suggested two solutions, either ordering something from an app or going to the bodega. So Reddit, am I the asshole, gentlemen? 
feel like he kind of is. Because you're ordering an unseen grab bag food. You don't know what you're getting. And if you care about this person and you they just got six different kinds of fucking soup, can't you just, like, split it up and you eat three of the soups, they eat the other three, and then you split up the barbecue? Like, why are you making this more complicated than it fucking has to be? Yeah. Like, normally, I would agree with a person with her fucking leg broke. And then... In the words of the episode of Seinfeld, soup isn't a meal. And them Indian, the, the Indian restaurant is a fucking asshole. You give somebody a grab bag, you give them six fucking tons of soup. Oh my gosh. I would have threw that soup back at their ass. Like six, six different kinds of soup is terrible for any meal. It's not a meal. You had like three different kinds of meat, my dude. Share it with her. And how about you go back out if you're feeling hungry? Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. You are a real piece of shit, a real piece of fucking work. And I, I, it's this one of the ones I like, man, I hope this is fake. Cause this is, you just, I, I don't want to be that dude. But I hate, you know, I hate being real ready and be like, y'all got to break up, but y'all got to break up. Anybody who would treat you like this, I don't know, man. Especially when you're already in a kind of a fucked up state. I just feel like they're doing you dirty. But I'm not alone. There's a big bright pink comment right here at the top of this rack that says, excuse me, we want to give this man or performing this person the respect they deserve. This is from Outrageously Penguin. Supreme Court just asked. They have 130. They be in this fucking thing comment is what I want you to know. They got a title up in this bitch. You're the asshole. Come on, man. You both did the surprise bags. Hers didn't work out. You know she can't afford to order something else, but didn't offer to help pay. You offered her a crappy bodega food instead. You could have just, you could have at least split the barbecue and ordered something else to share and split the price. If the situations were reversed and you'd gotten a bunch of crappy soup while she had a feast, would you really want to sit there hungry waiting for some crappy alternative while she chowed down? You're going to get lots of not the assholes that just have no concept of being nice and making small sacrifices for your partner. And the, and you, you and them seem like the types who, if their meal companion gets the wrong meal at a restaurant and has to wait half an hour for a new one, they'll sit there and eat and not even offer a fry. Edit to add for fuck's sakes, guys. I live, I've lived in New York for a decade. I know bodegas have good food. The grill was closed. That's what that was. That, 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 what that statement was. Yeah. Her options would have been maybe a deli sandwich if they're still making them, but it could very well have just been like chips and cookies. She wanted a real dinner. That's what that grill. Let's try to reread that because maybe I just wasn't getting it. Let's 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 take a look at this. Uh, she says the grill is probably off there, and she wants a hot meal. See now it all makes sense. Thanks a guy uh, for cursing this person out and letting them know they bitches. Uh, <laughs> another pink comment as we scroll down. Uh, old style Thor is the who wrote this when they have a pink comment. So you had plenty of good food, could have shared, had a good time, and gone to bed happy and in love. Instead, you're sitting here asking strangers on Reddit if you're an asshole. You're the asshole. Yes. Agreed. Yes, you are. I'm scrolling a little further. I want to see if anybody else came through the comment, but I don't see any more pink comments, y'all. So we move on from that one, too. Let me scroll up right quick. I want to get there. Actually, I think I have it in my notes because I want to make sure I get the title right. This has already been deleted, but of course, you know, they put it down in the uh, comments so I, you can read it. 
This is another asshole for moving out if my boyfriend took me to an expensive steakhouse. It, it'll be in the notes. You, you, uh, you should still be able to click the link and get to it. Uh, I, 26 female, have been dating my boyfriend, Liam, 26 male, for a year and a half now. We met on a dating site, hit it off right away. Things were going great, and after about five months of dating, we took the big leap and moved in together. That is far too short. I want that to be clear. Five months is far too short to move in together. Okay? Okay. We've established that. I am Hindu and adhere to several religious dietary restrictions, one of which is abstaining from consuming cow meat. Cows hold great, relig great religious significance in my faith, and therefore I cannot include beef or any cow-related products in my diet. From the beginning, I made it clear to Liam that my religious beliefs were of, up, of the utmost importance to me, and I couldn't, com I couldn't compromise on them. Liam is an atheist and a meat lover. I had no issue with him consuming meat as long as he didn't force it upon me or cook it at home. Initially, he respected my dietary choices. And we moved in together. However, over time, he began to disregard them, despite my reminders and discussions about the matter. Once he brought home a steak and used the same pots and pans as mine, and I had to end up replacing them. Initially, he was quite apologetic, but such occurrences became more frequent, and he started becoming dismissive and said that I should have gotten used to it by now, even though we had clear we had clearly agreed otherwise when we first moved in. It happened three times just this month, and each time I let it slide, thinking it was an honest mistake. Now, Liam and I love going out on dates to fancy restaurants. We take turns paying the bills. I'm totally fine with him eating on steaks or barbecues at those places as long as they have at least a few vegan, vegetarian, or non-beef options. Last week, Liam surprised me with a dinner at an extremely fancy restaurant only to discover it was a steakhouse. Huh. While he ordered everything off the menu, I ended up with a salad because even the fries were cooked in tallow beef oil. When we got home, I told him that he should have been more considerate of my dietary restrictions. Instead, he argued, accused me of being ungrateful for the gesture of taking me to such an expensive restaurant. Break up. I emphasized that this, <laughs> that this behavior had become disrespectful and dismissive lately. But he continued to insult me, calling me an ungrateful bitch. Oh, double breakup. I was fed up, so I packed my bags and left. And as I walked out, he called me an asshole and sent me a bunch of nasty texts the next day. Looking back, I guess I might have overreacted a bit. It's not like I should have freaked. I should have freaked out about him going to the steakhouse. What really got to me was how he repeatedly disrespected my religious beliefs. So now I'm wondering, am I the asshole? Women have a habit of, in this particular subreddit of doubting that their men are as terrible as they are. No, you're not the asshole. But Liam certainly is, and this is why he no longer has, uh, you know, a girlfriend. Fuck <laughs> that dude. Yeah, he's the asshole. I agree. Let's uh, scroll, scroll through here. Box, is this person an asshole? I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, it's it feels like, pretty, like, slam dunk. <laughs> it's a nasty like, slam dunk. There's no, there's no accident, like, oh, we did it three times this month. It was like, nah, son, you know which pots and pans are the, are the beef pots and pans. You do that shit on purpose because you don't respect her beliefs and whatnot. Correct. And which in this case, y'all don't need to be together. You can be an atheist and still be respectful of people's faith. Yes. Just because you're an atheist don't mean you got to be an, an asshole. Atheism doesn't doesn't mean uh, it just means you don't believe. 
It's not shitting on other people. And people who take atheism in that direction, because oftentimes that'll happen, they'd be like, I don't believe in it. So fuck them. I don't like that. That's not, that you giving you giving uh, atheists a bad name with that kind of bullshit. I'm not you saying you gotta fucking you know. a bad name. <laughs> I'm not saying you gotta go pray or whatever like that. But I mean, look, the rules are simple. You guys uh, agree to and establish them at the onset of moving in together, and you just say no. Nah. Again, five months far too soon to move in with somebody because then you could have you, maybe you would have had the time to notice these red flags sooner. Fuck that dude. He's an asshole. And you're better off without him. This motherfucker wrote, everyone sucks here, but he didn't, he didn't say why. He just wrote ESH. That was yeah. him. So <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, almost everybody in this, I don't see anybody except for that guy who, who said, Oh, wait a minute. This person here, I'll read it to you just cause going against the grain and saying everyone sucks here, bringing you to a steakhouse, obviously, a steakhouse obviously makes him an asshole, but you don't let him cook cow meat at home. That's not what she said at all. So again, this motherfucker don't read. Seriously, all you had to do was get each other your own sets of pots and pans. Oh, here well, we go. Edit. I saw someone's similar com- comment, and you said y'all do have different sets of pans, and that you do let him have steak in the house for religious holidays. That's fine. I still don't get why he can't use why you can't use his pans, but you can eat off restaurant dishes that have definitely had steak steak on them at some point. <sighs> I don't even know what to do with people with these I, things. I right? really am starting to dislike these fucking reachers. Like, it seems like they'll see everybody being like, oh, yeah, you're not the asshole, not the asshole, or vice versa. And these one or two people are just like, I don't I don't know what, I don't. I just don't get it. Like, she was pretty clear about what was going on in the situation, and the person was clearly an asshole, but you just want to be a contrary. It's always somebody who thinks they need to play devil's advocate, and guess what? The devil don't need no advocacy. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it just, it's just, it does not, it's not a thing that, that, that needs to occur, and you are a trash pile of human being, too. That's why you probably ain't got no, no pussy either, or whatever you prefer. So, fuck out of here. No meat for you. <laughs> Last one, y'all. Am I the asshole for telling my niece about her dad's nipple piercing? Yeah, it just makes you think back to a party me and Box attended some time ago. Anyway, <laughs> I, male 46, have a brother 47, and he has a daughter 17. My brother and I had a rough childhood and were pretty wild in our teens and early 20s. We did some stuff most people most people wouldn't want their kids to know about, which is understandable. Well, last night, I was over at my brother's. My niece was visibly upset and I asked what was up. Well, my niece ended up getting her nose pierced without telling either my brother or sister-in-law. While her mom wasn't mad, my brother was mad. Where we live, you can get most piercings without parental consent at 16. It was just a simple nostril piercing, a little stud, barely noticeable, honestly. My niece is a very good kid, gets amazing grades, and is kind and respectful. Honestly, this is probably the most bad, quote, bad thing she's done. Well, like I said, my brother's mad about the nose piercing, saying he doesn't want to see that on her face. And my niece was trying to argue that it's not permanent, so he shouldn't care about it care because she could just take it out in the future. It's not a forever thing. Well, I wasn't thinking and said, you don't really have room to talk considering you had your nipples pierced. My niece's mouth dropped and said that just makes him a hypocrite for getting upset that she has her nose pierced. My brother said I'm the biggest asshole for outing him to his daughter saying that something that he didn't want her to know about. 
I wasn't really thinking about it and just said it because that's what I personally was thinking. Now, bro, isn't talking to me. So am I the asshole? Um, you want to go first, Nutch? Um, sometimes, like, these things are known without them having to be said anyway. <laughs> it's like, I, there's plenty of people who I know their nipples are pierced and no one had to tell me. So it's like, uh, can I really be that mad? I, I have the feeling this gentleman's nipples are no longer pierced. Yes. They simply were pierced at a period of time. And he probably didn't want his kid knowing that. I don't know why. Like, who cares? That shit would be hilarious. Yeah, I used to have my nipples pierced back in the day. I mean, like, if you, your kid's your kid, like, they're gonna be, they're gonna see you with your shirt off at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so if they gonna... are, if they are currently pierced, then they, then, then they kid, the kid knows. But if they're no longer pierced, now they know the tale of the tape. But I mean, yeah, I mean, like, but they'll know, like. Something's amiss when there's like scar tissue, <laughs> some some scarring there, or oh, you know, no, no, maybe no, some no, no, no. nipple piercing. If, if if done like it, it just goes through the nipple, you'd never know. You if once once removed, you'd never know. Yeah, it, trust me. It's definitely it, oh oh do tell. <laughs> I've just been in environments about uh, of people who who have had those and then had to have them removed and so forth. And uh, trust me, there is there there is little to no marking after the fact. Oh, did did yours get infected? <laughs> Only thing I ever had pierced would be my ears and my ear. Well, no, I've, I had up here pierced, but you'd never know because it's not there. But this one is still kind of pierced, but it's pierced at an angle. So if I have, if ever mm -hmm. an earring goes in there, it has to come in. It has to come in kind of like that because it's poorly pierced. Dude, I can't believe that it's been this many years now since I had the the piercings in. Yeah. Like, it feels like I didn't even have them, but I wore those for like, fuck, like fifteen years of my life, probably. I mean, I mean, you still got the holes, right? You probably put an earring in there if you were so inclined. I mean, maybe. I mean, I might have to bust through like a layer of skin or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've never had anything pierced, but at the same time, I kind of feel like the sister was still an asshole for saying, like, people change and do things. He's a, he's a brother. These are brothers. Oh, well, okay, the brothers. Either way, people are people aren't diamonds. People are onions. People had different layers to them and at different times of life. Like, um, you had no, that, that brother had no business telling. That wasn't none of his business to say. The reason I don't think this person's an asshole because I don't think it was with I don't think it was done with malice or intent or even like some shit. He was like, I'm sitting here thinking I'm about to bust on his ass and say how he had his nipple spears. He was sitting there just they were sitting there talking. He's like, man, you had your nipple spears, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, but still, and it probably just came out like that, you know. I, and I understand that assholes. I, I feel like assholes do shit with intent. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker cooking steak in his lady's pots after they said wouldn't go, they wouldn't gonna do that right. is an intentional fucking thing. That makes you an asshole. Okay, so lunch. you're saying something. Uh, you you making an off the cuff co comment and saying you had your nipples pierced, fool. So it's just you talking your talking to your brother. So lunch. Did you feel like an asshole when you said that about Jack earlier? I, yes or no? I didn't. I didn't. I, I felt bad for forgetting my friend's situation, so I kind of did, but I didn't do it with any. Malice in my, my heart. I wasn't trying point, to kill him. Exactly. And my there was no malice intent of what you said, but 
you kind of felt like a, you felt like one. Just because you don't have malice and intent, like the, his daughter's 16. She did something. 17. Or, or, okay. 17. <laughs> She's not 18 years old. She did something without his permission that he didn't feel like she should be doing. And we don't have all the facts on why he don't feel like she should have been doing it. All we know is that's not what he felt like she, she should be doing. So you using what I did probably as an adult to um as uh to bring on a fact of what my daughter did something when she wasn't is does not have any uh place in this conversation. Asshole. That's my opinion. Well that's what we do here. Yes. We opinion. Opinion on. <laughs> uh no, no, I don't think dude's an asshole. Like I said, I, I and that's because I look at assholery a different way than than Mark, than uh, Ant does. And I think to be an asshole you gotta do asshole things and you gotta be an asshole. And I don't think this is that. I don't think this uh, equates to that. This is a. a, there, this is a yeah, club. I think there's a difference between being an asshole and doing something an asshole would do. There's levels to this shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about entertainment. Uh, I got a relatively shortish list. Uh, still watching Secret Invasion. Just watched it today. To, to so me and Vanessa normally watch Secret Invasion together. Uh, but because she is still quarantined, I was like, hey, you know, they got the, the little uh, watch together uh, thing on Disney Plus, And it's so much fun. If y'all have never done that, you should try and do it. Uh, you can uh, just watch a show on Disney Plus with somebody else. And the app has like you can like uh, emote, you know, what I'm saying it has little emojis. It has like six emojis. It's not it's not a deep set of emojis. You can't use all of them. But like it's it's fun to do. So we got to like co-stream and watch the show together in separate rooms in the house. And we had a good time doing that. Secret Invasion, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm wondering how he's going to wrap this up in two episodes. Like, a lot. Wondering, like, mm, this is a lot to be doing here right now. But sure, whatever. We'll see what they we'll see what they pull off. Uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is still the bee's knees. You should be watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds. This episode that came out today is so friggin' great. I also watched all of, in about, to say it was a day would be a lie. It was Right through, went to bed, woke up, finished it all. Silo. All 10 episodes, ran right through them. Loved that show. Wanted to watch the show before I listened to, you know, read the book, which is by uh, Hugh Howie called Wool, which is the first of three books in the Silo trilogy. And I'm currently in the midst of listening to Wool and the changes they made for the TV shows. Uh, in most situations so far, I think have been for the better. But I also know I'm glad I watched the show first before listening to the book because I would be mad as shit from these changes. Like <laughs> they did this, they did that, so forth and so on. And so I, it's a. So I've read all the Wheel of Time books, and then tried to watch the Wheel of Time show on Amazon, and I was like, y'all have look at that, look what you've done to my boy. You massacred him. What the hell? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so I try. I, I I know in my mind that if if possible, I need to watch the adaptations first before trying to get the books uh, digested because I'm just not going to be good about the changes they end up having to make for uh, TV because sometimes it's just so awful. Where the changes in this one are actually slight and uh, proving to be useful and interesting in ways that I that I enjoy the way what the the, the TV show. Uh, has done great show on Apple Plus. Uh, Box had already watched it and uh, had suggested it to me, and I'm glad I watched it. And uh, 
it's 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 a very good. And I think uh, I think if you have the access to Apple TV, you should give Silo uh, a watch and maybe uh, grab the book Wolf by Hugh Howie. Uh, uh, today I downloaded and played all of the new eight DLC tracks for Mario Kart Eight. Oh, uh, just a delight. I, I enjoy those and uh, played the shit out of them. And uh, that is what's up. I mean, you, you if you if you have uh, you can buy them, of course. But if you have Nintendo Online, the whatever the higher tier, it just they're just you know a part of your uh, subscription price. And I would tell you to get down with that. I am listening to, as I just told you, Wool, which is the, the first book in the Silo trilogy. And I am also listening to, was just literally spending uh, today, uh, got my record for, uh, record of the month from Vitamin Please. It is Kamal the Abstract. It's a record by Q-Tip that he made back in 2001. And then it got shelved by his label. They ended up putting it out in 2009. But the version they put out in 2009 is, has some slight variations, and this is the 2001, basically the bootleg version I listened to that it leaked all those years ago. And to actually own a, a, a legit physical copy of that is great. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm very happy to have that. What about you guys? What's uh, the, your entertainment recommendations for this week? Uh, I have a whole list of stuff. Because oh. I watched a lot of different things. Um, so do 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 do. I watched um the Rock Hudson documentary um on HBO Max. I watched um the Love to Love You um Donna Summer um documentary on HBO Max. I watched the Burden of Proof. It was like a mini um docu uh like like a, I think it was like three episode series um on HBO Max. Um, I watched Celebrity IOU on HBO Max. I watched The Idol on HBO Max. I watched um, Today, it came out. Um, Full Circle, two episodes. I think it's going to be out every Thursday on HBO Max. Um, I got uh, received some media um, this week. I got, uh, oh, um, The Fantastic Mr. Fox on Criterion. Um, nice. And as I mentioned earlier, I've been watching um, the new season of 10-Year-Old Time on HBO Max. Um, season 2. Um, I finished up on Platonic this week. Um, I said I, wa- I watched The Idol. I don't... Um, the HBO Max cut that series short. <laughs> it was supposed to be six... Um, Episodes is only going to be five, and I'll probably be done with that by tomorrow. Um, I'm going to start the bear this week, um, uh, season two. I might start uh, back in season one because um, I think when back when that show started, I didn't have the same setup I had downstairs as I do um, that I have now. So, um, oh, I, um, I'm almost done with um, Red Dead Redemption. I'm playing a little bit more. I'm going to finish it all the way. And I'm gonna move on to either um I think I'm gonna start The Last of Us 2 or I'm gonna start um Hitman 3. I'll decide in a little bit. Yeah, you oh sorry. I didn't read the, the silence cue there. <laughs> uh <clears throat> I watched um the Escape Room Tournament of Champions mm. the other night, the movie. It was the okay. Like those movies aren't meant to be great, they're just meant to be watchable. Um I am still currently watching Resident Alien. 
I'm on season two now, a couple episodes into season two. And I am also watching Platonic, I, but I have two episodes left. I watched eight episodes of it today. What a great show. I got to watch uh, Witch Call came out uh, after Party started back up. Yes. I need to get, get down with that. That's a great show. And it dropped like two episodes, so I got to get down with that. Apple TV, man. I really, I get it. Whatever. Apple TV is, is just like, they do prestige shit, bro. And they do good shit. They got, Tamlax got 21 Emmy nominations. And I, I'd be hard pressed to tell you which one that, that I would like. Oh, I don't think they deserve that one. The Last of Us on HBO, but also a Warner Brothers joint, 24 uh, nice. Emmy nominations. So it's like, it's like, wow, oh. you're getting all these Emmy nominations and people wrote these shows and people acted them, but you don't want to pay either one of those individuals. Interesting. Oh, and, and I forgot, I started that Pam and Tommy Lee show on, um, on, um, on Hulu. What's that, Hulu? Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's what's crackulating there, people. Um, you know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, share the show wherever possible. Uh, hit us up on YouTube or Twitter. Uh, stays crunchy and milk, and I believe skim pot on Twitter. Yes, SKIMPOD. Uh, if you want to show, if you want to support the show financially, a few bucks to toss our way. We we need patrons, y'all. I'm not going. I'm gonna be real with you. It's not that we need patrons to do what we do. Like I said, I'm we we do, we've been doing this for ten years, five hundred plus episodes, and we do it regardless. But to have some of the weight of this production uh, offloaded off from us would be real dope. And if you fuck with this show and are a regular listener to it, throw a dollar in, throw five in, throw ten on. Members at those although at those various tiers get different things, and uh, it'd be real great to have your support. Also consider copping a shirt. Tpublic.com slash user says stage crunch your milk all one word. Feel free to give us a call or a text at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you and hear from one of you. We certainly did. Just a quick little shout out from April that said, congratulations on 500 shows. Here's to hoping for 2,500 plus more. Oh, I don't think we'll live that long, but <laughs> we just want to make sure to 666. Well, the triple sixers last those keep angels roped in a basement. I walk around with a halo on a stick, poking your patience. Uh, yeah, that, that all seems to be above board. We've all done everything I'm supposed to do. That is Tatum 216. Yes, good night, everyone. That's Lushbox 2099. What'd you buy me from pri- for Prime Day? So <laughs> uh, I remember the true reason for the day. R.I.P. Optimus Prime. Uh, I, I am the internet's Terry 713. You've just been podcast too, and I'm certain you loved it. We will catch you next week. Until then, peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.